Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136. Both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. Hello, this is Brad Wiseman, and you're listening to Real Estate NU where we are doing shows pretty often now, which is kind of fun. I got some regular shows. We got Pete Heim on the first Thursday. We got Justin today, and he's on the third Thursday, and that's always at 1 o'clock. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to do a podcast now and also live stream on YouTube. We got live stream on Facebook on two different channels, and um, we're going to get right into just some updates on mortgages and some things we wanted to talk about that we actually brought up the last time how we wanted to talk about second mortgages or second homes, mm-hmm. second homes. And um, you were going to bring some information for me. Sure. I yeah. hope you're prepared. I'm prepared. I did my homework. <laughs> you did do your homework, didn't yeah, you? That's good. I did. So how, how's it going? How's the mortgage industry coming along? Listen, everything's still good. We're, um, the rates are steady. They took a little bit of a hit yesterday. Okay. Based on some information that came up. But and when you say take a hit, that means they went up. Eighth of a point. You know, yeah, so that's it goes from yeah. three and a quarter to three point three seven five. But for the most part, the rates are not the issue with the market, as you know. Yeah, it's definitely not the problem. Yeah. The and problem the, problem or I should say the problem. The the challenge. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem. It's a challenge. The challenge is inventory. Yep, Am I still, right? Yep. Still okay. inventory. So I thought. I have uh lots of pre approvals. Many clients, some yeah. even bidding on the same home. Sometimes it's, yeah. it's I mean, there's only what four or five hundred. Yeah, no, there's not even that many. Happen. There's oh there's there's probably three hundred and twenty, three hundred fifty, oh maybe. God. That's it. You told me about it two months ago that our average in Berks County was like twelve hundred. Even more than yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, you could call that an average. I mean that average has come down a lot because well, of what's going ago, on. Yeah. But years ago, I, I remember at, at times there would be two thousand, sometimes twenty two hundred. Now when the market was oversaturated, yeah, there was probably twenty five hundred or more homes on the market. So you know, and then what that meant was a nine month sale time. I remember going into clients' houses, uh, looking at getting a listing. Saying, "Hey, if we price this right in this market, you should be able to move in six to nine months." <laughs> oh, I was just going to ask you what you meant by that. So you're saying you plan in June, you're not selling to wow. yeah. Well, because the average sale time back then was six yeah. months. That's how long it took because you had less buyers and a lot more listings. So if I looked at a house in Werner Farm or not Werner Farm in Wilson Schools between three hundred and four hundred thousand, if forty properties came up. Mm-hmm. And you only have so many buyers in the market, it's going to take yeah. that long for your house to sell. And obviously, the more competitive you were price-wise, sure. the, the sooner your house would sell. So yeah. that's it's, it's, a, it's so different than today. It is. So it, different it, than today. You know, and excuse me, what I've started doing is on my pre-approvals, I'm like adding comments. You know, yeah, like, yeah. This client's A+. Plus, you know, yeah, this, yeah. But that actually helps. It really yeah, does. Good. And I know you've done that on, on mine. It helps. I mean, for the lender to say, hey, this client is just amazing or this buyer is, you know, A++. No issues. um, Then, you know, obviously, if they're D minus, I would bring that up. Correct. Yeah, I would would just let that I'd let that go. I'd let that go. (laughs) But no, it's 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 all about creativity now. And your agents and lenders just have to get on board. And most are, you know, most of the agents are, you know, I'm learning things every day that agents are trying as far as, you know, competing with the, the other 
the other clients, yeah. the other buyers. And we're all learning every day. And this market is a, is nothing that anybody has ever seen. Yeah. So it's not like uh, anybody can say, oh, yeah, this is the way it was then. And so we're just going to go with that kind yeah. of a, a mood. So that's no, it's, it's everything's changing. Everything's different. So let's jump into what we wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. which what we talked about last month. We said we wanted to bring up uh, purchasing a second home. Uh, what does that entail? How far does it need to be? You know, is, is the interest rate higher? Those questions there, yeah. I think, are what we have. So first of all, let's get right off the bat would be how far away does this house need to be if it's a second home? The second home needs to be at least 50 miles. Uh, typically, it doesn't need to be in a beach town or anything like that. And what right. I was talking with Brad earlier was what I was seeing when the market was, um, there was more homes on the market. It was even in college towns, some parents who had kids going to college were buying a second home. Maybe they, let's just use Penn State, for example. They get a home in Penn State, they buy it, they're going to use it on the weekends, their kids are living there, and then they keep it as a rental or they can sell it when their kids yeah. their kids graduate. And but, because that's more than 50 miles away, that's considered a second home. Correct, yep. Yeah. Yep. So so at that point, that changes the second home interest rates. Are they better than an income producing? Correct. It's They're definitely going to be better on second homes, but we're seeing that both are high right now. Okay. Yeah. For some, for it's all the risk COVID, you know, still, still nipping us in the butt. And it's, it's just sl- slowing everything down as far as pricing on second homes, which is a shame because typically if you're at three and a quarter, you'd be at three and a half, 3.75 on a second home. And you're looking mm-hmm. at even I quoted with points, which, you know, points to pay just to get a, any rate. Is, so what's rate without, can you do without points on, on a second home? Higher credit scores. Yes. Yes. Okay. Investment properties is tight. Um, meaning that 800 credit scores, there could be, you know, wow. okay. but when I'm saying points, it's not just one point, one percent of the loan amount it's sometimes a quarter point yeah, you know? yeah. so it's not a huge amount of money but it's it's definitely the investors telling us something well i think what it is too if you think about it this is the way i look at it anytime you have a second home or income producing property your primary residence is the last thing you're going to let go when things hit the fan right okay so the way i look at it is your second home is one of the first things you're going to let go when Shit hits the fan. Correct. Okay. So, you know, that, and I think that's why it's a higher risk right. for the lender. It's Absolutely. just totally higher risk because, you know, you're going to always do whatever you, it takes to keep your primary residence because you need a place to put your head down at night. Mm-hmm. Um, your second home, it's a, it's a, that's a, uh, it's a, it's a luxury. Per, it's a luxury. It's exactly right. Yeah. And luxuries tend to be, you know, um, things that go quickly when things aren't good. So, yeah. So I, I get that. But when you said, so if I was going to buy a second home right now, what would, what would the rate be? I mean, with the lowest amount of if I, if you say my I'm going to say credit score in the seven hundreds. Yeah, what, three, like what do you think it would be? Three point seven five. I just did one for three point seven. Okay, so we're not talking five percent. No, no, it's okay. not a make or break. And you have to remember on investment property this and this was the second home, but an investment property you're earning income on that, so yeah. you know you're offsetting. But I did hear an interesting uh, fact as far as when you're looking at investment properties, something I learned is something called the one percent rule. So when you're when you have if there's any investors out there that are looking to get into the business, well, right now you're probably going to overpay. But yeah, exactly. But typically, if you're planning on you know looking for an investment property now or down the future, the one percent rule states that if you're buying, for example, a three hundred thousand dollar property, your mortgage and all your debts, meaning your taxes and your insurance, should not exceed one percent, which is mm-hmm. three thousand dollars. So that's kind of a good uh, baseline. Yeah. For people to understand. Now, second homes, you're really only required to stay there four weeks out of the year. So you could share that home 
but okay. typically an investment is full, you know, rental. Right. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So the ones at the shore, you know, you wonder where that actually falls in, into play because, yeah. you know, a lot of times you buy, if you buy a second home at the beach, you might be also renting that, yep. but also using it for your own situation. Correct. So you have to talk to your accountant too, to find out exactly how that's going to show up or, or how that's going to uh, affect your taxes, yeah. you know? So I, that's a good thing. And also I have a show coming up next week mm. uh, with a guy from, um, from San Diego, his name, I'm going to just plug it right now. San Diego. San Diego. Stay classy, San Diego. Um, no, his name is Joe Fiery, Viri. I guess Viri, it's, uh, his last name is spelled V-I-E-R-Y. He has a company called U.S. Tax Advisors Group. It's out of San Diego. And he his, his whole specialty is saving money, saving you IRS money when you own uh, investment estate. properties. Yeah, oh. real estate investment properties. That's his, that's his thing. And uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So I'm set up to show. We're going to be talking to him next week. It'll be next, I think it's Thursday. It's like it finding up. ways to use that investment property for more tax deductions. Uh, yeah, correct? yeah. He basically is trying to get you to pay the least amount of money to the IRS. That's really, um, cool. that's really the, that's his, that's what his company does. Obviously on legal, legally, <laughs> uh, you know, right away. Right. I know you're probably thinking it's not legal. I know. No, but it's at two o'clock on the 26th. Yeah, I'll be doing I'll a live, that. live streaming and a podcast with um, this Joe Veery is his name, Joe Veery. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. He's from San Diego. It's U.S. Tax Advisors Group Inc. So you can look him up online yeah, or whatever and see who the guest is going to be. So, getting back into mortgages. So you said also that the uh, interest rates are they did they went up a little bit. Yeah. So so this is a sign of inflation. Yes, correct. correct? So that's what we were going to discuss next is where the rates could go. It's still. There's nobody has the crystal ball, but remember, there's that looming inflation out there, and you're seeing it like we talked about lumber, new construction, crazy new cars. That you know, I talked to a builder last night. We were out mm-hmm. at dinner. We were a great place for dinner. Went to Mozzie last night. If you live in this area, yes, uh, it's a great Greek restaurant. So, a little plug. Yeah, uh, yeah. so we were at uh, we were at Mozzie last night, and I saw a builder that I know, and and we were just real quick had a conversation. I said, "How's it going? You know, lumber yeah. costs things like that." He said he built a house for three hundred and was it seventy five thousand for this one couple. They moved in, and then he had another person come and say, "That's exactly the same house I want to build uh, on my lot." Now, just take the lot cost out of it. Don't even okay. that's not even involved. So it was three seventy five to build the house. He said he just priced it out again. It was four hundred five. Same same exact house. Same you know same products, everything. It's like four or five. So there, you know, that's incredible. And there, and he said that he heard that it's going to, that's going to probably actually go up. There's such a, a major, major inventory issue on, on lumber and supplies for homes. So just keep that in mind too. There's no new homes being built though. Like there's not even land. Well, that, and, and that's, that's, that's the thing. I mean, but the, the, the builder I was talking to does scat site building, you know, he does uh, more of like somebody ah. finds a, finds a, a piece of land and then, and then builds on, that's on that. That's what you're going to have to do. Yeah. Cause there's really not that many communities. Not, definitely not. So, uh, yeah. So going back into inflation, what, what do you, what are you hearing? You're, you're hearing rates might yeah, go up I think, even more. I think we're, uh, I think we're destined for, for higher interest rates. And that, now when I say that I did four and a quarter. Yeah, right. So it's so still great still, rates. Yeah, that's still great rates. You know, I got some flack for the millennial tease saying millennials were spoiled, but it, it really is true because if you look <laughs> I remember when that, you said that. So you did catch that. Well, <laughs> I, you know, here's the thing. So 
taking the rates out of consideration, investments always, investment properties are always a good thing. I mean, if you if you have the means to it, and, right, you right. Know, the one of the things you need to ask yourself: Are you ready to be a landlord? That's that's the ultimate question. So that is it. Yeah. When getting into real estate, when you have one or two properties, you know, under management's. Start talking about two, three, four. Now you're looking yep. at collecting rent. You're making sure you're doing credit yep. checks. So a lot more goes into it as you build. Um, now, 10 is the maximum that lenders feel comfortable with before you get into small, merging that portfolio into small business and commercial. Oh, interesting. Yep. So you could have 10 separate units. Mortgages. Mortgages. And then after you go. You can own 100. But if you have 10, 10 mortgages, yeah. then, then they get a little nervous. Yep. Or well, little, they, that's the guideline, 10. 10. Yep. And then 10 what do you do the then if you get to 10? You start to, putting so, together. Yeah, yeah. Well, you yes, you start combining them. You talk to a tax accountant. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Maybe that's put, interesting. Create an LLC. Right, which I suggest off the bat, just so you know, yeah. speaking of the LLCs, if you're going to be buying more than one, if, you, if it's not a second home and you're buying an income-producing property, uh, I would strongly suggest doing an LLC. Well, we, we the only thing is interest rates are going to be higher. Well, no, because if you, there's a way and I'm not going to coach it cause I'm not, you know, an expert, but you purchase it under your tax ID. There is a way to transfer it into an LLC, but again, right. Gotcha. Way above my pay grade, gotcha, but, gotcha. but there's ways. So you could talk to a small business, um, a small business banker. Yeah. It's something that, um, you know, um, that I would do for the liability reasons, yeah. because if something happens at that investment property um, or anything would happen, it's it's nice to have it in LLC because then they can't go after you mm-hmm. personally and take your personal home, you know, yeah. if some, and that's just if something catastrophic would happen, but you know, it's something to uh, think about. So the other, <clears throat> the other thing I just wanted to get into as far as, you know, when qualifying, you know, my yes. clients for investment property. So uh, the, the biggest question is, can I use the rent, that yes. I'm going to get yes. for approving the mortgage now. Yeah, you can. We have to have a lease agreement. So you can to, use that. Yep. 75%. So if it's $1,000. Uh, 75%. Yep. So now that's funny because in the past, I thought you couldn't because I thought you had to wait a year to be able no, to count that. No, we can use it. right. So as long as you have a signed lease agreement. Right, right. Yep. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So I just did a for. But a misconception between investment and second is that I had it. A young couple that bought their first investment property, great clients, and they said, "Well, why can't we just call it a second home?" You know, and I because they were running into the down payment issues. Twenty percent down on an investment property will get you into the home, but twenty five percent is better rates. Right. Got so you. they were t- teetering on twenty and twenty five. They said, "Well, why can't we just call it a second home?" And then you explain it because it's got to be fifty miles, you know, yeah, yeah. so forth and so on. But um, it, it's just everything you've got to think about yep. when you're when you're looking into this, you know, and your lender can help you with that. Yeah, and also I'd say anytime with the investment lender, accountant, realtor. Yeah. So the three of those together, accountant's very important when you're first getting into any kind of a, a new venture because they're going to guide you on what, so you don't screw up anything on how you're purchasing it, how you're claiming it, you know, mm-hmm. all those things, because, you know, once you do it, it's a lot harder to, to change it afterwards. Yeah. So I, I, I yeah, suggest going right. You want to go in and yep. clean everything up, make sure it's not legit, but that you understand everything. Yeah, too. absolutely. You're exactly right. Well, you know what? We're, we're 15, over 15 minutes into this. So wow. yeah, it goes so fast, right? So fast. So um, next time, I'm not sure. What do you want to talk about next time? Do you have any ideas? or Why don't we throw it out? Like, let's try to get, you know what? Because I'm getting people that are saying, hey, I listened to it. You know, you yeah, and Brad absolutely. both have AD and D, ADD. You know, you guys need to slow down. But <laughs> we're 
pretty calm today, though. I yeah. think it's pretty calm. It's I laid back. That's because we know we have the happy hour coming up. We're trying to save our energy. So excited. And it's so nice outside, too. We're so glad that that uh, COVID is coming to an end and, and we're able to uh, go out and we're able to be in any place without masks. Uh, it's so cool. But send it in. So I guess we're yeah, send in, send in some comments, ideas. Please. That sounds a great idea. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Awesome. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you, Brad. All right. All right. There we go. That was fun. That was a good time. And uh, don't forget, I do have that accountant uh, guy coming in next week, next Thursday at 2 o'clock, which to you would be the 26th of May, um, depending on when you listen to this. So uh, I want to thank you for listening to the show. And uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks also with Pete Hine. Thank you. Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136.